discuss appropriate uses of IRAs and Roth IRAs. Over the last several years, there have been important and favorable changes for IRAs. Even though IRA planning has become considerably more complicated, it has also created additional opportunities for financial planning clients. For example, today, most non-working spouses are entitled to a deductible IRA contribution as the income limits in this case are relatively high. Similarly, many are eligible to make Roth IRA contributions. Now, wealthier individuals may not be able to make deductible IRA or Roth IRA contributions, but now that Roth conversions are available regardless of income, wealthier individuals can access the Roth through converting existing IRA and qualified plan accounts, or can even make new contributions by making non-deductible contributions to a traditional IRA and then converting them to a Roth. Wealthier clients may also help supply funds to their children and grandchildren to support their own IRA contributions. What a great gift for a grandparent to fund a Roth IRA contribution for a teenage grandchild. With the numerous options available, your clients will have to make decisions about what type of IRA contribution to make. With the higher Roth IRA phase-out limits, many taxpayers will have the choice between a non-deductible IRA and a Roth IRA contribution. Now here the choice is clear. The Roth IRA is the better option, as tax-free distributions are superior to tax deferral. In fact, it's difficult to argue for non-deductible contributions at all because the price of tax deferral is, is turning investment gain into ordinary income. Especially for investments in equities, investing in a taxable account may be more attractive since capital gains can be deferred until the sale and qualifying sales and dividend payments will be taxed at the capital gains rate, which is currently quite low. Also, securities left to heirs avoid income taxes entirely under the step-up and basis rules. The best candidate for the non-deductible IRA is the high-income individual who earns too much to contribute to a Roth IRA. Since the Roth IRA conversion rules no longer have an income limit, the non-deductible contributions can be an indirect way to contribute to a Roth since the non-deductible contributions can peri periodically be converted. Now, some taxpayers will be in the position to choose between a deductible IRA contribution or the Roth IRA. Now, similarly, many employees may be choosing between making additional tax-deferred contributions to a 401k plan or Roth IRA contributions. In the 401k setting, if the employer is going to match the contribution, the advantage goes to the 401k plan because the employer matches like an instant return on the participant's contribution. However, if the 401k contribution is not matched, then the comparison is simply which is best, deductible tax deferred accounts or Roth tax treatment. Now this analysis is complicated and requires consideration of the client's individual situation, but there are some general principles to consider. The first relates to current and future tax rates. If tax rates are expected to be higher at the time the account is withdrawn than at the time of the contribution, another way of putting this is tax rates are going up, then the Roth IRA is the better choice. If tax rates are going down, the opposite is true. Tax deferred savings will result in a larger total accumulation. If tax rates are the same at the time of the contribution as the time of the withdrawal, then the accumulation from both accounts will be the same. In addition to the tax rate considerations, Roths have the advantage that they are not subject to the required minimum distribution requirements during the participant's lifetime. This allows the account to be saved for when the asset is needed, and if it's not needed, it's an excellent tax vehicle to leave to heirs. 
For these reasons, good candidates for the Roth IRA contribution would include individuals in the 15% federal income tax bracket, as well as those who are in the 25 or 28% bracket who expect to be in a higher bracket at retirement. Even those in the top bracket may prefer the Roth if they expect tax rates to go up. A Roth may be a good choice for many who have done most of their savings up to this point in tax-deferred accounts. The Roth provides some much-needed tax diversification for these clients. Another opportunity is the Roth conversion, and an important strategy that today is available to all taxpayers. The question of whether or not to convert has many of the same considerations as whether to contribute to a Roth or a traditional IRA. Because of this, clients today really have a number of ways to access the tax advantages of the Roth. Through a conversion, new contributions to a Roth IRA, or if the plan allows, Roth contributions to a 401k, 403b, or 457 plan. Accessing the Roth through a conversion results in paying taxes earlier than would otherwise be required, which can be a significant psychological barrier for many clients. When considering a, a conversion decision, here are some important issues to look at. First, similar to comparing deductible IRA and Roth IRA contributions, if tax rates go up from the time of the conversion to the time of the withdrawal, conversion results in a larger accumulation than leaving the funds in a tax-deferred plan. If tax rates are lower at the time of withdrawal than at the time of the conversion, the opposite is true. Now, since future tax rates are uncertain and hard to predict, it's also important to consider other factors as well. One important consideration is whether the taxpayer has the funds to pay the taxes on the conversion. Paying taxes by taking a withdrawal of a portion of the IRA will reduce the tax benefits. It's better to pay taxes on the conversion from a source of funds outside the plan, since this leaves the maximum amount earning a tax-free return in the Roth IRA. Another factor that we've already discussed is using the Roth as a way to improve tax diversification. Another concern is that many clients do not like to take required minimum distributions from qualified plans that they don't need. Once converted, amounts are no longer subject to the required withdrawals and can be saved until needed or left to heirs. Now, even though the conversion accelerates income tax, it also eliminates a future uncertain tax liability. It's important to recognize that since a conversion increases adjusted gross income, converting can have other income tax consequences. For example, increasing AGI can increase the portion of Social Security benefits that are taxed, or it can result in an increase in the Medicare Part B premium. On the other hand, once converted, the Roth can have unexpected tax benefits. Withdrawals from a Roth IRA under current law are not counted towards determining the taxable portion of Social Security or the calculation of the Medicare Part B premium. Now, since a conversion results in taxable income based on the value at the time of the conversion, converting when the value of the account is low is optimal. But this, of course, is like giving the advice buy low and sell high. However, the IRS actually offers a valuable safety valve. If the account value drops after the conversion, but before the due date of the tax return for the year of the conversion, generally the October 15th of the following year, the transaction can be essentially undone through a recharacterization and reconverted in a later year. A conversion can also have significant estate planning implications. If an older participant were to die shortly after a conversion, the income taxes paid at the conversion reduce the value of the estate, reducing estate and inheritance taxes.
This is, reduces the effective tax rate on the conversion. Now, based on these considerations, good candidates for a conversion include those in the top income tax bracket that expect tax rates to rise in the future, those who can convert even a portion at a low tax rate because of their current income tax circumstances, those who do not need withdrawals to meet living expenses, taxpayers likely to face a significant estate or inheritance tax, and taxpayers who have accumulated most of their retirement savings on a tax-deferred basis and need this tax diversification. Now, those that are not good candidates for conversion include middle-class taxpayers who are likely to be in a lower income tax bracket in retirement and those that are struggling to meet retirement needs. For this group, converting reduces available resources and will not be the best approach unless a conversion can be accomplished at a zero or extremely low tax rate. 